Hey guys, and welcome back to a Tina Reed with your girl the hood again. How's it been? How's it going? I hope it's going great out there for you guys. So, I wanted to talk a little bit about a show that kind of fucked me up. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to be the most chaste of people. I'm not. I'm cool with me, you know what I mean? But, mm, I just watched a little something that made me like rethink how fucked up anime can be now you know when you're used to like oh the little sister trope like i don't know why that's a thing i i don't know i don't know what the incest is about but like i guess you know i've gotten used to it over the years not like i accept it but it's just like oh yeah that's like a popular anime trope oh my god of course the little sister so cute like whatever um never did i think that things were gonna go this route and now I'm just waiting to see how I'm going to emotionally process this. But before I go on any further on my tirade on this show, uh, I want to let you know that this was recommended by Crunchyroll. I, not sponsored by the way, I didn't know what this show was about. And it was just recommended to me out of the blue. Like, that's okay, you know what, so okay, I'll watch it. I got some free time. It's called, Do You Love Your Mom Enough? Do You Love Your Mom and Her Two-Hit Multiplayer Gameplay? Something like that. It's a long-ass isekai title. It really is. And it starts off like you would think. Oh, you know, there's this boy and he's doing some kind of work. Some kind of homework or some kind of survey or something like that. And his mommy is in the kitchen cooking food with dead mommy hair and you know what i'm talking about when i say dead mommy hair because it's always to the side and it always looks the same anyways <laughs> so i'm here thinking oh damn his mom is gonna die or some shit like that and she seems like really sweet and i'm like oh okay cute all right but the boy seems a little push off it's like a little standoffish and i was like ugh, one, one of those kids whatever fuck kids but anyways <laughs> like so he's being a total little dick and all of a sudden, like, somebody comes knocking at the door and the mom is like, hey, you know, you have someone here for you. And he's like, what the fuck is he talking about? And basically the whole story is he gets isekai into another world. Basically, he gets sent into some other fucking place. And he's like, I'm going to come back and be a better man and this, that, and forth. Mind you, I believe I've watched this in English. And I didn't get the, the subtext. I didn't get the subtext for a very long time. And then all of a sudden, like, his mom comes with him. She gets Isekai too. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, a mommy, like, son duo. Like, this is really cute. Like, I didn't think it was going to go this way. Mind you, his mom is, like, really young. Like, really, really young. Which, you know, does happen. Some people have kids at a very early age. That's not my business. And so I'm like, okay, this is, I'm like, this is going to be so adorable. And I didn't get the hint. In episode one, I was like, oh, you know, she's very clingy, but she's like one of those mommies. Like, you know, it's fine. As a godmother, I get it. Like, I, I'm very overprotective sometimes, but I know, you know, let them go. Let them do, let them have foals. They need to have foals so they can grow up and be stronger. But, mm, I think it was the slime episode that had me go, what? So, if, if you didn't get the context of what I'm trying to say is the boy is attracted to his mom, his biological mom. And 
for some reason, I couldn't mentally process that. The whole time I was thinking, for a very long time, I was thinking, this is going to be so cute. Like, he's trying to grow up and he's trying to be here for his mommy. You know, like a, like a normal person would think. You know, like, a, like I think the average person would think. I did not think he's sitting here fetishizing his own mother. That takes the Oedipus complex to a whole different level. Like, this is just peak anime. And I mean that in the worst sense. <laughs> and I'm surprised that I've never run across this. Because that's the kind of plot that you would hear in a hentai. But it's literally an isekai. Like, and not even a really good one. <clears throat> Excuse me, drink of water. Anyways. What the fuck, anime? What the flying fuckery? I don't know it, and I am conflicted now because in my number one worst animes of all time, the highest one I have in my head is Rent a Girlfriend, and it's not because of the context; it's because of the fucking protagonist. But this one, this one gotta be a close second, my guy. And I hate that I'm putting mommy incest right up, right below psychopathic narcissist but like <laughs> I don't know what to do <laughs> I'm so so after I watched that horrendous because I did watch it I was in and out because I honestly couldn't wrap my head around it and I just kind of I finished the series but I really don't remember what happened clearly there were some girls fighting over him but he kept choosing mommy as no no uno and one of them I didn't even count as an option because she looked like she was 10 or 11. I was like, ugh, you're 17. Don't look at an 11-year-old like that. Mm, no. I think he was 17. I'm going to play it off like he was 17. I don't know. It was probably 16. You know how the anime world is. So I kind of just blocked it out. Uh, so after that traumatizing event, I decided to go back to watching Como Se Llama. Um, oh. Uh, 30 years, uh, uh, virginity can make you a wizard or 30 cherry, something like that. Very, very cute. And I remember I, I spoke to you guys about me watching the live action version because I have been collecting the anime, the, the manga, but I kind of ended up stopping at one point because the gaps were way too long in between. So I ended up letting the live action kind of compile and I finished. So I was super excited. And if you guys don't know, it is definitely a BL. It's a live action BL. And oh my God, the people are so cute. I'm not going to lie. I love the UK. The UK is the bottom. The bottom, I love him more than the top. But whatever. <laughs> I love the affection the top gives. But I really love like the personality of the UK. He's just some dude trying to chill. And I'm not going to lie, I like how it ended. It was very cute. It was adorable. I just noticed that in the secondary characters, you know, there's always like a main couple and a secondary couple. The secondary couple, for some reason, I found way more compelling in the live action version than in the manga. Just because the way the relationship went, I think was a lot smoother and a lot less creepy than... <laughs> than the manga so uh, it's a good recommendation if you want something to watch it's very cute 
It's super short. It's like, what, 21 minutes per episode, I think. Well, it felt like that. If it's an hour, then I'm sorry. But it felt like that. Like, time went by so fast watching it. I was like, oh, and they're so sweet. And they touched hands. And it was, it was, it was cute. I, I like cute shit. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. So then this morning, I was talking to my friend. And she recommended something to me. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a little try. So on my lunch break, which I rarely ever take because I just kind of power through everything like a fucking psychopath. Don't judge me and I won't judge you. Um, <laughs> she ended up recommending me something that I didn't know I freaking needed. And this is a hardcore warning. 18 plus. Like this is just, this is just 18 plus conversation at this point. If you're not ready for that, get the fuck out. If you're not 18, get the fuck out. And I don't fucking play games, my boy. It is what it is. Okay, so the story is called Him, Him, and Him. Now, if you guessed it, you guessed right. The story is about this young woman who is 26 years old and she is like your average working like gal. She's works in an office like, you know, a lot of people do. And she kind of relieves her stress by being very sexually promiscu- promiscuous. So off she goes to her regular kind of thing. She goes to a club or whatever. When these like pair of very attractive twins come up to her. And is like, hey, you want to have a threesome? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, well, let me up the ante. Would you be up to having a foursome? And she's like, ooh. Now that's an offer you don't hear every day. And she's like, Tu sabe que? Like, who are you? And they're like, oh yeah, no, we're, we're twins, whatever, this and so forth. And we're looking for someone for our uncle. And he has a thing for having uh, more than just one partner. He likes that group shit. And she's like, yeah, she's like, let me, bro, let me see some ID. Like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know about y'all. So she like takes her ID, sees it, sees it, it's pretty legit. She's like, okay, fine. So okay, I'll give I'll give it a try. I'm down for it. I'm down for the to get these geeks. And so she <laughs> so what is it? <laughs> oh god, I'm so sorry. Anyways, so she said, okay, so okay, I'm here for it. Like whip it, I guess. So she goes to their like penthouse apartment, which of course they live in a penthouse apartment. They have money. And they're like, oh, like, are you comfortable with just doing it on the couch? Because uh, we want our uncle to see so he can get in on the action. And she's like, sure, I guess. So, but she was like, you know, what? before I even do this, like, let me go to a shower or whatever. Like, and they're like, okay, fine, no problems. She comes back and they start getting handsy. And she's just like, yes, this is what I came here for. And of course, during the middle of the action, here comes El Tio. And El Tio is like, ooh, this looks nice. Mind you, he's not old looking. They all look very similar. Like, we literally all look very similar. I can barely tell them apart sometimes, <laughs> even reading it myself. But um, yeah, there are a lot of sexual activities. And this is a polyamorous couple where the woman is the focus reverse harem and 
I cannot say that this was a bad read. It was definitely a fun read. She was very down and she was very up for things, which I find kind of great. And they all had good communication and they got money. And yeah, I mean, who doesn't want the come up, especially with a good love? Like, and by love, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I just snorted. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Definitely it was definitely a great palette cleanse for that mommy story. I'm not gonna lie, that mommy story really fucked me up. I was just not having it for a little while. Also to let you guys know, I have still been continuing to read um the BL that I started. I'm still reading Love So Pure. First off, Yusuf and the Dork Boy's love story is the love story I want. It's the love story I require to be a better person. Like <laughs> their love is so cute and you can genuinely tell they like each other. And clearly there's obstacles, but you can, you just know that they're going to find a way. And you know who's going to find the way? The nerd. The nerd who was, you know, a little afraid of like uh, the LGBT community who completely embraced it. He's going to get together because he wants his man. I fucking love it because he reminds me of myself. Um, his like personality is just wonderful. He does whatever he does. But he does it, like, to 100% of his fucking capabilities. This boy is scheming. He is planning. He is making all types of... He's mm, so cute. Oh, excuse me. I need water. <laughs> Another one that I've been loving high-key is Roses and Champagne. I have been constantly excited for every single chapter that drops. At this point, I am just waiting for updates and if you guys don't remember <clears throat> it's basically a mafia ex-lawyer love bl situation where um the mafia man is kind of just like i like this boy like i like him but he's the lawyer bottom is just like i'm spunky i'm spicy and i got a job to do so i don't know about you bitches fucking love it and there's guns and there's violence and it's just it's a compelling overall story and i'm just ready for them to be able to hook up you know what i mean right alongside that i got my big titty boy you know who my big titty boy is fucking full volume okay i am <laughs> be a mom I love that guy. That guy, I think he's like on the spectrum or something. He gives me on the spectrum vibes. But I like him. I like him. I like that big titty boy. So cute. So adorable. Clearly having some issues, but don't they all? Honestly, I've been having a blast trying to keep up with things. And I'm mainly caught up. The only thing I haven't caught up on is the remarried empress. Because um, I kind of just let it pile up. And then one day I just choose a day to like kind of catch up or oh, another fun one is dying for dessert um they're dragging it right now i think they're like on hiatus for a little while and i'm just like mm. that's one thing i noticed about bls like sometimes they be dragging it and then some of them are just so good you want more 
Like, um, I am still obsessed with slime. Like, I'm not gonna lie. That, that made its way to, like, my numero uno. And I've read a lot of VLs since and before then. But that one just... It took down my heartstrings in the right way. I don't know what to tell you guys. Also, fun little update coming soon. Um, I ordered, like, a bunch of random... <laughs> um bargain bin manga that is supposed to come hopefully very soon i just got the notification that it shipped i didn't want to get that information out before it even got out of here but yeah there's supposed to be 10 random volumes coming to me i don't know what it is i don't know what to expect i have no clue but i am totally here for it and i cannot wait to tell you guys what it is and actually find out because it's time to find a lot of fun manga in there and you know you know me it's cool i do have a reading list though that i kind of need to catch up on because i'm being a bit of a lazy bitch i have other things to read i just haven't been in the mood ever for like a little while i don't know sometimes i put down my manga i still collect it but i, I put it down and i just kind of like let it kind of rock until the day I pick it up. Because I'm like, the last thing I want to do... The, but the last thing I want to do is like... Have a lot of manga when I review at the end of the year how much I actually have. Which ones I've given away. Which ones I've kept. Is to have a lot of unread manga. Because that makes me feel super duper guilty. Because I'm like, this can go to like a loving home. Because if I at least read them, I know what their stories are. And I have some kind of fun little connection. I hate when... I have like a whole series or something and I've never cracked a single book open. I never looked at the pages. I never loved them. <laughs> it sounds like weirdly particular, but I'm like that. I am seriously though thinking about getting rid of Hot Gimmick. Um, but I do want M to read all of them. So I'm keeping it there just specifically to torture her. Not with them. Don't judge me, alright? Don't, I don't need any kind of judgment from anybody. I'm just saying that I am who I am. And I am someone who will torture other people with literature. So, thank you guys for being here. It's been a fun little ride. Sorry for the ups and downs of this video. Because it was like crazy. And it was like, oh, then it went, oh, then it went, oh. It was a video. It was a time. Thank you guys for joining me. And I'll let you get back to the rest of your life. Alright, bye! <laughs>